Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Hello again, and welcome to another edition of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. On today's episode, we welcome from Denver, Colorado, The Still Tide. We meet Anna Morset and Jake Miller from The Still Tide, and they discuss how moving to Denver from New York was essential in creating the atmospheric soundscapes that are signature to the band. Anna also talks about the making of their most recent record, Between Skies, and the challenge that comes when you get so personally invested in a project. The Still Tide are about to embark on a West Coast tour, which will bring them to the Tree Fort Music Festival in Boise, Idaho, the Ace Hotel in Los Angeles, the Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco, and the Aggie Theater in Fort Collins, Colorado, among many other cities. Be sure to check out thestilltide.com slash tour for additional dates and details. On today's show, The Still Tide performed three songs live from the Joy Sound Studio. They performed Grow Again, Change of Address, and Renting Space. I know you'll enjoy this episode. So let's get started with The Still Tide performing Grow Again on Joy Sounds. Time 
And that was The Still Tide, performing Grow Again. And it is my pleasure to welcome to the Joy Sound Studio, Anna Morissette and Jake Miller from The Still Tide. Welcome. Thanks so much Hi, for, having for having us. Yeah, it's my pleasure. What a beautiful song. And it creates just this atmospheric, ethereal vibe. That's how I kind of characterize <laughs> your style. But I'd love to hear more about what's behind this particular song, Grow Again. Well, thanks so much for your kind words. Yeah. We love all that reverb and ambient. <laughs> just want to swim in that yeah, as much as we beautiful. can. It's beautiful. It's <laughs> beautiful. Um, But that song, understandably, came after a breakup and was having a hard time kind of like getting over this breakup. (laughs) I'll leave it at that. Yeah, sure. (laughs) We're not here to pry. (laughs) Yeah, like 20 minutes in, we'll get into the real dirt. (laughs) But it was kind of that this idea of, you know, like trying to tell myself and coach myself that, you know, like, it's okay, love's going to come back and you'll be able, you'll heal and you'll be fine. And the more that I wrote the song, the more I wanted to give the other person, the other half of that breakup, that same feeling of kind of released from... Like, you don't mm. want to give any... There's no hatred anymore of, like, who did what and what went wrong. And just get past it. Just get past it. And yeah. now that in, like, in the space that you were, like, the more I hang on to this idea of this person and this breakup and I'm upset about the breakup, that stands in the way of anyone else coming in. Yeah. So I wanted to... I realized that for myself and then also was like, oh, I want that for this other person and I hope they don't hang on to any bad feelings and that nice. they can... It did help me. I think that song actually... I feel like you look to song work and songwriting for those kind of emotional releases. Yeah. And this one, like the minute I think it started rolling into what it became, I felt such a weight lifted, which was, I think I've longed for that since I was probably like 12 and started nice, writing songs. Nice, so yes. it's like, oh, I felt that. That was, oh, I'm, ah, it's done. It's over. And your sound is so distinctive. I think it fits so beautifully with the name of your band, The Still oh, Tide. Okay. It re- really resonates. <laughs> your son- your sonic qualities resonate with the, the name of your band. I think ever since I was in high school, was always kind of playing with alternate tunings and mm-hmm. experimenting with that, which I think an interesting way to grow as a guitar player and as a songwriter because if you're playing in alternate tunings you can't always fall into the same patterns or shapes and you're kind of always exploring kind of like over the years have used that more as a writing tool and then what's interesting is to write interesting lines or kind of find strange tonalities or open ringing harmonic things and then bring that back into a standard tuning or like kind of re-explore it after it's been like opened within this tuning so that's kind of now a process and then I think too I love what like you kind of pick up and change out on the way of like starting a song there and then moving it to regular tuning or moving it to piano and like kind of all over the place and seeing where what new things pop out as you do because it's different uh, a mm-hmm. piano voicing, a piano approach to writing. Oh yeah, it reveals new things, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely, it's fascinating. Yeah, and I actually found too. I was struggling 
with lyrics for I I mean lyrics are most often a struggle. Let's yeah, be honest. Fair. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's I think that's universally true yeah, for most people. I so think so too. You're not Some, alone. Sometimes they really do tumble out of you, but most of the time I'm like, God, yeah, right. But um, I think for this record, um, I get I love playing guitar and get super distracted and excited about all these pedals, which I'll go into. We have so many things to talk about with all those pedals. <laughs> um, but I love that world, but I'll just get lost in it. And I think when you really have to narrow it down and just focus on lyrics, it's I have a harder time. So I've started writing lyrics on piano. So like starting the song on guitar and then uh-huh. just basic chords. And then I think, too, you can kind of like – shape a vocal melody differently than you sure would with can. the guitar. Yep. So yeah. experimenting with that. But um But getting yourself out of the rabbit hole of all of the yeah. knobs and sounds and all of that sort of uh, probably focuses your writing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I've learned that now where it's like, oh I'll go and write. And then like four hours later I'm like, I have this cool chord, but that's all I've got. No <laughs> lyrics. So what's the next step after you get this song in its basic format? And how do you bring it to Jake and the rest of the band to start to arrange it and get that sound quality? Yeah. Actually Jake and I we go back now about ten years, which is crazy. But we go back a long time ago. We played in several bands, but I think we've always kind of found a similar kind of tonal and kind of songwriting world together. And we've decided too that it roots back to where we started both as yeah. separate guitar players in our separate cities. Jake's from New York. I'm from Olympia. And mm. we realized after we were like hanging out and nerding out about guitar pedals and tone that we both had the same um, Jimi Hendrix uh, tab book. By Andy Elidort. Editor of Guitar World, <laughs> where he played things at half speed so that you could hear them. That's a uh, gold mine. It yeah, was. It's amazing. It changed yeah. everything. Yeah. Like to learn that's, guitar yeah. through that lens was really cool. So I think that's like very much our. That's your shared experience. <laughs> shared experience. But um, as far as this band and these songs, I think Jake and I just love writing together and love the way that we can kind of like weave our guitar parts together. And I think so much comes out of that. So often what happens is I'll start something and depends on how where it stands as a song but bring it to jake and then we kind of tweak it together and if jake's like oh what about this bridge or this let's mm-hmm. this is where this feels and which is so cool and i love that part of the whole process that collaborative thing where suddenly like the song itself you started in this one tiny land and then suddenly you're in a whole universe that you couldn't see all right let's go down the rabbit hole of your guitar pedals oh yeah um, because these are impressive um <laughs> but also the the effects pedals and the way you use them are almost instruments in and of themselves mm. you know they start to transform a guitar into synth-like qualities and you're taking the tones pretty far away from actually guitar sounds and so you're using it as a different instrument i think we try to be really purposeful and intentional with all of our pedals i think we've all seen what happens when you can go a little too far mm. till so into damn heavy and also <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just they are a commitment around. yes um yeah. but yeah we both um jake and i have expression pedals kind of running through i run mine through a reverb and he has through a delay so you can kind of affect the effects themselves as you would an instrument right. so like i can make this reverb kind of wash and bloom and he can make this delay like crazy feedbacky cool thing and and it, it is interesting when you when you start to add those things in it then prompts creativity doesn't mm. it these new toys all of a sudden it's like and i can do this yeah. and a new song comes out of it yeah. right oh totally and i think we love we both have these like little freeze pedals and so you can freeze the reverb or the kind of the effect chain that's happening so there's this like cool pad swirly business that we can both create which is nice especially for duo stuff where we can just Mm -hmm. kind of create a little bed a sonic bed of reverb and wash and we're catching you at an exciting time 
because you just released Between Skies. Yeah. Your, um, is this a debut album, EP? Or how, um, how is it? EP, it's a seven-song EP, so it's kind of like almost in that uh, no If we round up, it's an album. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> it's on vinyl. Does that count as a record? Absolutely. Like, um, but yeah, we just le- released that, I guess, this last Friday in Denver on the 17th, and we're really excited. It, it's like, it's crazy to think about how long you sit with a thing that you've made, and then like finally it's out in the world. Right. And then you're like, oh, I guess, hello, yeah, there it is. And then you're like, no, what? Now who we do? <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're excited about that. The title of the record, what, is there a story behind that? Yeah, there's definitely a story behind the title. The theme, I think, uh, there's a lot of like stuff about relationships. I can't kind of escape that pattern of writing. But the name of the record, Between Skies, actually comes from, uh, we moved um, the studio that we were working with. We had to change spaces and we moved it into my apartment, this tiny little room. Mm, mm. And um, which was both good and bad because then I would I like left to my own devices would just stay up all night yeah. drive myself crazy yeah. and like twisting knobs and changing ideas and retracking things and then which was fun but then maybe three weeks later when I like had left the apartment was pretty much a vampire step away from the computer <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think at some point I had to like desperately crawl away and towards my friends and be like, ah, we got to get out of here. There's a song about that. There is actually the last song in the record talks all about that, but we'll get, we'll get there. But the name of the record comes from uh, actually speaking of effects pedals, that's kind of part of it. But um, we had the mixing console and the big monitor and everything directly under this poster that my grandparents had given me from National Geographic from like a copy that they'd had of the magazine from like 1970 and it's called the Mm. heavens and it's like the northern sky and the southern night sky and it's all constellations and i sat literally between those two skies (laughs) and made most of the record and i think would just kind of like stare up at that all the time especially when i was losing my mind Mm. and kind of plead with it for answers and and always plead with it for you know pro tools to continue working or to stop crashing or whatever technical <laughs> error um but it was between those literal skies that most of the record happened and then also we used the Strymon Big Sky pedal on so much we bought that pedal specifically for the record so it was like between that sky and that sky and then so many skies we also uh did like a little European duo tour and wrote a lot of the lyrics and kind of started weaving that whole record together months before mm-hmm. under those skies and we're traveling a lot and always seems like to be catching up with myself on planes and kind of so it seems like very suspended. Do you have a single off of Between Skies? Um yeah, actually the next song that we're going to play is called Change of Address and that was our first single from the record which is again all about yeah, changing space and transitioning mm-hmm. and kind of and changing even like physical space, but also changing within that the space that you see yourself in personally, like how you how you see yourself changes how you go about being in the world. So sure, in the way that almost changing a location would. So you're dealing with self perception. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of where that one has a feat in both worlds of actually changing your space. That's the means that it takes to see change how you see yourself and vice versa, I guess. So this is the Still Tide playing Change of Address on Joy Sounds.
fall from your mind The season has changed Turn you from the shadows that they cast What keeps you caged The stories we tell ourselves Trouble comes when you plead a crowd. Don't you follow along? You don't need them, no, you don't. You don't need their love, you need your own. You think can too much. Just change your dress, leave the past behind. Pick up your things, mm, open your And that was Change of Address, the single from The Still Tide's most recent record, Between Skies. I wanted to let you know that Joy Sounds has big plans to continue to support emerging artists. This upcoming summer, we'll be moving into a new studio space that will not only allow us to continue to produce our podcast, but will allow for video elements as well. I'm really looking forward to it. If you would like to be a part of the growth of Joy Sounds, I'd love to have you subscribe on a monthly basis by visiting patreon.com slash joysoundsmusic. Once again, that's patreon.com slash joysoundsmusic. 
Your support goes directly to the expenses required for producing Joyce Sounds and will be incredibly helpful as we grow and expand in the upcoming year. So thank you so much for your support, and thank you for listening. Let's get back to our conversation with The Still Tide. And that was Change of Address, the first single off of Between Skies, performed by The Still Tide. I always love working with artists that as soon as I hear the first note, I know that who the band is. Oh, and I think cool. you guys have that have that quality. Oh, thanks. Thank That's a huge compliment. We're really lucky to live in a time when there are so many great like processors and effects and yeah. stuff, too. They, when we when we started playing ten years ago, it was like some acoustic guitar, some like smaller stuff, and now there's like this giant world of stuff that we can use, right? You know, right. We're also catching you when you're coming through L.A. Yeah. So welcome to Los Angeles, and but you're coming through based out of Denver, mm-hmm. and is that where the the band originated? Or have you always been based out of Denver? Um, no, actually, we started New York. That's where Jake and I met, and we kind of started. What has become now the Still Tide there and kind of was playing with another band or two and those bandmates were based out of Denver and so I kind of accidentally landed in Denver about six years ago. That's an interesting switch. I don't hear that very (laughs) often. So were you you in like the Brooklyn, Williamsburg kind of scene that was happening there or that is happening there? In Brooklyn, which... I, I do miss, I but it was really hard, and I think that's like the biggest shift of coming to Denver. It's all kind of imprinted on us now of those years in New York, and that was so incredible, and I learned so much. And I think when you're in your 20s and you like have all that energy and gusto, it's you can so hack awesome. It. <laughs> yeah, it is so great. Yeah, and then you turn 30. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're like, gosh, I can't. I have to haul my laundry down how many blocks? Oh. <laughs> But yeah, I think I like longed so much to kind of grow up the band and myself musically and was inspired all the time by what was happening around us and mm-hmm. the other bands we were involved in. But the reality of it was it's such an expensive city that I felt con- just like running on a treadmill. You're never moving forward. You're right. just kind of right. losing energy, but still, still staying there. And so I think more than anything, I wanted space and time to explore what I'd kind of been starting and what I was feeling come up and I just could never get it in New York and you know we even had like a we it's like a kind of in a nutshell my experience in New York with music we'd like at some point finally you know had enough money to like have a, a rec, like a practice space in this like large practice space building and Jake and I classically would be like you know doing our sweet little tender guitar lines like you know just the two of us and these tiny little amps and like you know, all of our reverb and we're like, oh, this is so lovely. And then at like whatever hour, all the metal bands would right. come in. And you, it was like practice was over. You couldn't hear anything. But that was kind of in a larger sense how New York felt to me where every time I kind of like started to edge towards something that I felt was right. You, it was like lost in the sound of the city and other bands. And uh, Yeah. And it seems like Denver has really worked for you. Yeah. And a way that I had no clue that it would. We I got there and I always talk about this because it's still true and it's very much the reason I stayed but that music community is so supportive and so inclusive Mm. I think from the minute I got there people were excited and wanted to be involved and I still I just made this joke because we played the same venue for this release and it was the same venue that I played on my first solo show there and I remembered at the time being like oh like I'm a new musician in town and I have a show and if you want to come cool and I, you know, said that to a few people and they were like, oh, yeah, sure, we'll come. And in New York, you would say that. And like yeah. all your friends, would, you know, they'd be like, we'll be there. And then no one would come. Because right. like, <laughs> you're competing with like, you know, all a ton of things. And then in Denver, like everybody came that said they would and more. Yeah. And I was like, 
And then they all listened. That was even more terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? What is happening? (laughs) What do I do? So that was really cool. But I think from then it just kind of gave me all that nourishment that I didn't really find in New York. And I think just that support and inclusivity and I think kind of curiosity kind of let that whole project bloom in a way that I couldn't find space to in the city. So Denver really facilitated the still tide and was an agent for the sound, huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's cool. It is really cool. And I like now our whole team is there or not whole team, but most of our team is there. We have a great management company there and nice label and people that are also kind of on that level now. We had a, so our release show last week, you know, at that same venue and that's let's give out. the venue a shot ah, oh, the high dive the high thanks dive. the high dive you guys are crushing it but like that sold out and then our other friends sort of similar drawing from a similar crowd also had their own show that sold out and then our other friends had like a quite well attended show that night and i was just really struck that like the city is growing in a way where like it can now sustain three local shows from the same mm-hmm. or similar circles. People are still coming out in that intimate way of yeah. not being like, oh, I've got something better to do now that it's bigger. Do you get to LA often? Not as often as we'd like, I guess. It's yeah. kind of coming up more and more. We are coming back, which is exciting. I think, oh, great. Which makes leaving too soon, as we feel we are now leaving too soon. A little bit softer, but we're coming back um, the first week of April on April 2nd and 3rd to play with our actually speaking of Denver music and kind of our like Denver local heroes. But we're coming back to play at the Ace with um, Nathaniel Rateliff. Oh, and, cool. Um, he's doing, he's kind of like, go. he's going back to his roots and doing like kind of a more folkier side. The Night Sweats project kind of exploded and they got big and they're, you know, touring the world and super successful. And now he's kind of tucked it back into, I think, where his heart lives and all the kind of folkier and soft sides. Nice. All right. Should be really special. I think think what they have in store is going to be pretty tremendous. And I know our Joy Sounds listeners can find Between Skies and your previous records also on Mm -hmm. on streaming platforms, I assume. But do you also, you have some videos that they could check out or any other sort of outlets like that? Yeah, we do. We have, um, I think, three videos now for for this last record. But for On the Line, we have a little video... And um, Keep It was our another single we put out, and we filmed that video in L.A., and it's got a very L.A. vibe, which is <laughs> okay. all right, all right, fun. All right. But yeah, those are on YouTube, and then we're all over the, the internet. It seems like your music is matched very well to visuals. Yeah, I would like to, to do more with that, especially with kind of these like more kind of soundscape cinematic sounds that we have going on, especially kind of in the duo land uh-huh. of kind of seeing what that would bring out in a video so we're hopeful to do some more creative kind of more i don't know how to say that we have actually like this kind of exciting hopeful very um vague plan for some future recordings that will involve more video stuff nice okay what's ahead for the still tide what do you guys aspire towards i think as always i just you know always trying to write a better song and kind of create more that we love and kind of explore our own growth in that way. But Mm -hmm. I guess in that sense, we're working on hopefully doing some more recording this spring, which is fun and exciting. I think we're kind of excited to get back into that like studio and like tinkering writing mindset. You've recovered from the last experience. (laughs) Yeah, it only took a year. I mean, a year and a half. But yeah, that was was a pretty uh, intense experience. But I learned my lesson and now I think I know when to step outside the studio and look at the sun and be like, it's going to be fine. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, have any touring set? We're going to go to Tree Fort in Boise, Idaho, which would be cool. And then we'll kind of do like a whole West Coast tour around that, kind of coming out to here to L.A. and then 
kind of see where things unravel from there. I feel like, yeah, yeah, in a, in a positive, good way. Yeah, it's, a, it's a very cool thing too to have like a really solid management and PR and record group behind us too so that now rather than necessarily being like okay what's the next step we can be like all right what's the next song you know yeah like really just be like okay we just need to make music and give them something to work with yeah that i mean that speaking of growth i think that's all very exciting and new for us because i mean we've just done it ourselves for years yeah that's a huge transition yeah when you get to a point where you actually get to do the job that you're supposed (laughs) to do which is being a creative that's that's a breakthrough oh man that's Mm -hmm. like changed everything i think we watch so many of our friends to kind of die on the vine in that way because you're just suddenly and we talk about all the time and i feel very intensely grateful and so lucky because you just get so worn out. You're like, I'm a musician. I'm not a social media master or I'm not like right, a right. booking agent. Like, And I think you just kind of wither and die, losing all your creative energy, just kind of hustling for shows or yeah. doing all these things that do really suck the life out of what you're trying to do in the first place, which, if anything, is just write a better song and connect to people. And So we're catching you at a really great time um, yeah. because it sounds like you've put in the infrastructure through the DIY approach, which again, I, I think everybody has to go through that. But now we're catching you where you've got the infrastructure in place and you've got that platform. So yeah. this is exciting. It is. It's yeah. really exciting. It's And it's know. so refreshing to hear people have great relationships with their labels and all those kind of things. So <laughs> do, do me a favor, give them a shout out, make sure that they understand <laughs> yeah. that they know. So who, what label are you on? Uh, Modi Vi, which is um, kind of in part with our management team, but Chris Tetzeli is like our lead manager at 7S and he nice. has this label and it's very very wonderfully curated and super thoughtful and kind of engages with us in a way that I didn't really know that labels did. And actually that we came from that label from another local label called greater than collective that kind of scooped us up and helped us has helped us along this way and helped fund the last record. And, and, uh, our like direct manager, Mr. Nate Meese has just done a really amazing job. Yeah. I not imagine a better. I think it's a big deal to have the right team around you. And uh, it was your PR company that introduced us. Oh, man, we love those guys. Girly, oh, my God. Girly action. Before you go, I'd love to hear another tune, if that's okay. Yeah. And I think you have dialed up for us uh, Renting Space. Yeah. So um, let me know about this song. Why don't you set this one up for us? Um, This one is totally unrecorded and kind of still in its strange amorphous. It's probably going to change again. Who knows what it's going to become when we get into the studio (laughs) next month. But um, this one also is kind of about incidentally about leaving New York and kind of, you know, leaving that like youthful moment behind Mm. and kind of what you take with it and hopefully what you leave behind there, I guess. So that's, yeah, uh, yeah, all these songs are about transition. It's clear that I've just kind of been in that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out. I see it. But uh, yeah, so that'll be, and yeah, I guess this one too is just kind of still finding its own home. And it's very fun to have that moment as like when Anna will you know, bring a demo or something over. And with something like this one, I was just instantly like, oh, I can like hear stuff on this, you know, like there's, you're like, yes, I know what to do, you know? (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's nice. It it spoke to you. Yeah, very much. Anna Morissette, Jake Miller from The Still Tide. This has been great. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Oh, cheers. Thanks so much for having us. It's a real honor. To finish out today's show, this is The Still Tide performing Renting Space on Joy Sounds.
and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know.